48K News. It's 11 o'clock on Ben Che, the top stories. Foreign Minister Wang Yi pushes controversial claims about the origins of the coronavirus. Locally, the number of cases continues to recede as it's revealed that vaccination could start next month. An exiled former lawmaker Ted Hoy complains that his family's HSBC credit cards have now been frozen. The Foreign Minister Wang Yi has claimed that the coronavirus pandemic began in several parts of the world, not just in China. He said this theory was backed up by increasing amounts of research. The BBC's Michael Bristow has more. The Foreign Minister is the most senior Chinese official to repeat this controversial claim, a theory that's been constantly pushed in China to counter international criticism of Beijing's handling of the pandemic. Mr Wang said increasing amounts of research suggested the pandemic was caused by separate outbreaks in multiple parts of the world. No one yet knows how the virus began, but the World Health Organization says the first cases were detected in the Chinese city of Wuhan. And that's where WHO scientists are this month beginning their investigation into the origins of the coronavirus. Locally, the government says it expects to start vaccinations against COVID-19 next month. The civil service minister, Patrick Nip, who's in charge of the vaccination program, says priority groups will receive free jabs at homes for the elderly, hospitals and clinics. Writing on social media, Mr Nip also said the government would launch a public education drive to address questions about the vaccines. Hong Kong has confirmed 35 cases today, the lowest daily total since the fourth wave of coronavirus began in November. Of these, 10 cases had no clear source. Residents of three more buildings in Shamshui Po, Yunlong and Changkwano have been ordered to undergo tests because there have been two infections in each of them. 40 people have tested preliminary positive. Despite the fall in numbers, the Center for Health Protection's Dr. Chuan Shukwan says people shouldn't let their guard down. I think the number of cases is still fluctuating, although the overall trend is a bit downwards. Still, we are receiving cases due to gatherings in the past few days in the holidays, the parties and the gatherings. So there are still quite a number of cases affecting the large part of the family in these gatherings. We are expecting the numbers may fluctuate for a while. Roundtable lawmaker Michael Teen has urged the government to draw on its exchange fund to help people and businesses hit by the pandemic. The legislator says many businesses are suffering and authorities should provide tax incentives to landlords or developers to encourage them to cut rents for retailers. Mr. Teen added that the exchange fund, which is used to defend the Hong Kong US dollar peg, has been growing over the years, and it's time to find a new use for it. We have a huge amount of exchange fund reserve, which government never explained why they need to keep building up this exchange fund. The exchange fund, because they have return on investment every year, it keeps ballooning, you know that. And do we need an ever-increasing amount of exchange fund to defend our pack? Why can't some of that be used to help relieve our economy in this once-every-century pandemic? Former lawmaker Ted Hoy has accused HSBC of cancelling his credit cards and those of his family members for political reasons. He alleges that the termination, which follows the freezing of money in their accounts, was done to help the regime crack down on the opposition. The bank says it always has to comply with local laws. Damon Pang reports. Ted Hoy announced last month that he had gone into exile in the UK through Denmark. 
He wrote on social media that the bank had told him that all credit cards belonging to him and his family had been cancelled unilaterally. Mr. Hui alleged there's no legal basis for the moving, noting that the police never said publicly that they had requested the cancellation of his family's cards. He said as a result of consumption refunds, they had positive balances in the tens of thousands of dollars and didn't owe the bank a cent. Mr. Hui said they have had a good credit history. HSBC says it cannot comment on the accounts in question. An inquiry should go to law enforcement. It says it always has to comply with local laws. The family of the only woman among 10 young Hong Kongers jailed on the mainland over an apparent bid to flee to Taiwan has complained that the lawyers that the government assigned to them were no help. Quinn Moon was jailed for two years last week for organizing the illegal border crossing for 12 activists. Her family said they contacted the lawyer through WeChat after the sentence was handed down earlier this week, asking to discuss an appeal. But they were told to write directly to Moon instead. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Beijing has dismissed an offer by Taiwan to hold talks, describing it as a cheap trick. The proposal was made by Taiwan's President Chai Ing-wen in her New Year message. The BBC's Cindy Su reports from Taipei. To Beijing, President Tsai is the one who changed relations between the two sides from being the best since the end of the Chinese Civil War in 1949 to the worst in decades. She has refused to accept a compromise agreement her predecessor had accepted, which had allowed the two sides to put aside their differences and get along. Under the agreement, both sides agree there's one China, but Beijing can define it as the People's Republic of China, and Taiwan can define it as the Republic of China, its official name. Acceptance of the agreement is the only condition Beijing has set for dialogue. But President Tsai has said the agreement is not acceptable. India is holding a nationwide rehearsal for a massive coronavirus vaccine program. It wants to inoculate 300 million people by the middle of the year using the Oxford-AstraZeneca jab that's now been recommended by a government panel. India's Health Minister Harsh Vardhan said the exercise was designed to build expertise and avoid any glitches. Dr. Lapika Nanda is from the Public Health Foundation of India. It's going to be extremely useful and important for a country as large as India and also as diverse as India with very uh, different levels of uh, health, public health infrastructure in the different states. So I think the drills are going to be extremely useful. One of Britain's most senior doctors has warned hospitals throughout the country that a surge in COVID-19 cases is heading their way. There were 53,000 new infections yesterday, and some hospitals are operating at the limit of their capacity. The president of the Royal College of Physicians, Professor Andrew Goddard, said he expected January and February to be very difficult. All hospitals that haven't had the big pressures that they've had in the southeast and London and South Wales should expect that it's going to come their way. This new variant is definitely more infectious and is spreading across the whole of the country. Two and a half thousand people have attended an illegal New Year rave in France in defiance of a coronavirus curfew. Partygoers have begun to leave the warehouse in Brittany, where the event was held. Stones and bottles were thrown at police trying to break up the event, and a patrol car was set alight. The village mayor, Rosaline Prevert, said officers had been outnumbered. 
The police warned me in the evening that cars had arrived at the site. They tried to prevent them from entering the property, but given the number of people, the balance of power wasn't good. A rare Royal Bengal tiger in Nepal has been killed in a traffic accident in Parsa National Park. The BBC's Simon Ponsford has more details. A spokesman for the National Park said the female tiger, about 10 years old, was hit by a car while trying to cross the highway. The driver could face jail. It's a setback for Nepal's efforts to boost its population of endangered tigers, which over the past decade has nearly doubled to about 235. But the highways that cut through their protected areas in Nepal are a threat, and this is the third tiger to have been killed by a car since 2016. To sports, and today's Premier League action is already underway, with Tottenham piling on the world for Leeds United with a 3-0 victory. One of tomorrow's games has already fallen victim to the coronavirus pandemic. Fulham have asked to call off their match at Burnley after what the club described as a significant rise in the number of coronavirus cases in their squad. Fulham also called off their midweek game against Tottenham. Meanwhile, in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield says the team are already in playoff mode ahead of their game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's the final game of the regular season, and if the Browns win, they'll be in the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. You guys, you know, the mentality here uh, is we're just we're in our playoffs just one week early. It's win or go home. So um, that's the mentality for our guys. But. We have the talent, we, we have the scheme, we just have to go out there and execute it and, and do our jobs. It is, uh, and that's what we've, you know, when we have success and have had success this year, that, that's, that's been the, uh, the case. 11 NFL teams are vying for five spots in the final regular season games in the early hours of Monday morning. And that's the news from RTHK.
I talk a lot of shit when I'm drinking, baby. I'm known to 